Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This episode of the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. If you're into sports betting, BetOnline is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, BetOnline has the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And now, the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast. Hey guys, what is up? We are back for another episode of the Fantasy Underdogs podcast presented by Believe Podcast Network and Bet Online AG. And the curse of week two was so <laughs> full effect. Like, I think everything that went wrong could have gone wrong. What do yeah. you guys think the biggest surprise of week two was? I mean, I, for Where to me, start? yeah, <laughs> I, well, for me, and we were talking about it right before we, you know, came on the air here, the Ravens and basically Lamar Jackson just saying, hi, let me pick up the whole team, put them on my back, and we're just going to go down and just beat the Chiefs at our home opener uh, and take this one was unbelievable. It was a great win. And Lamar Jackson is, is, I mean, keeps walking the walk and talking the talk. So, yeah, that was unbelievable. No, that was insane. And I tweeted out last night. I was like, if this is what Lamar Jackson can do up against the Chiefs with a team that's beyond injured and in shambles, imagine what the Ravens are going to look like when they have all their pieces back and they have that run game established and they have their best guys. Mm -hmm. Like that team is going to be so insanely good. And I just loved how John Harbo, like the trust that he had in him on the fourth and one where he was like, are you sure you want to go? Do you want to go? You want yeah, to go? Okay. go? You want to go? You want to do this? Yeah. Let's go. I mean, it was a brilliant play call because that just iced the game and it was fantastic. But I literally said, I, I took the Chiefs. I think we all took the Chiefs. And I said, yeah. I, was like, I don't even mind taking a loss on this game because I was so happy Lamar didn't go 0-4 against Patrick Mahomes. Like, he needed this. So, I loved everything about it. I think uh, a lot of people came back down to earth <clears throat> Jameis winston yesterday so i'm never gonna owe him apology ever yeah like uh like you three fools to. wanted me to so i don't have to do that anytime soon uh for fantasy purpose wise i like i want to i want to tip my hat to lamar jackson i want to tip my hat mm-hmm. to derrick henry for saving me yesterday because i was down by a lot and they yeah. those two just derrick henry is just a alien not from this planet uh he is from the matrix sent here to just dominate and help fantasy owners altogether. I, I tip my hat to Derek Henry. Thank you, sir. Thank you for giving me all those points yesterday. You will get a Christmas card from me. Yeah, no, literally I said it before our show. I was going up against 
Tom Brady, and I was sitting there panicking watching this 44-year-old man throw five touchdowns in a game. And sorry, sorry, Chip. That's, I know sorry, that's just going to be the phrase of the year, I'm I think, sorry. is sorry, Chip. <laughs> this whole year, let's just do it. Yeah, I sat there and I was like, and Derrick Henry the week prior put up 10 points for me. So I was like, all right, whatever, this this is over basically. And then for, to have him come out and put up 44 in full PPR was absolutely incredible. I think also yesterday too, we had so many quarterbacks go out with injuries. So many. Nice. It was nonstop. Nonstop. Tua, one. Carson Wentz, yeah. Andy Dalton, like everybody was going out with injuries. It was nuts. Week was one crazy. was like week of the quarterbacks, and then week two is like week of the quarterbacks leaving the game. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, this is fun. It, it felt crazy too because everyone was like coming in and out. Like Andy Dalton left, came back in, and then left again. And Baker, you see him leave. It looked like his shoulder like popped out of his socket, and then he comes yeah. back in, yeah. scores a touchdown. But go moving forward, what do you guys think? Like which quarterback injury that happened this weekend is going to have the biggest impact on their team? I, I, it I might. Think, I, I think altogether be the Dolphins. Yeah, because they don't know really the severity of his rib injury, and we saw what Jacoby Brissett did was absolutely nothing. It, it just nothing. It, it showed that the Dolphins are in shambles without any kind of centerpiece of that offense. And look, I, I told you guys from the very beginning, I'm still not sold on Tua. So that if if you're if you're gonna have a quarterback, which you don't know how how bad that ribs ribs in, rib injury is, and you can tighten him up all day with 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 bandages and whatnot to kind of tighten him up, but he's still gonna be aching and everything. So if Miami wants to throw the kitchen sink in Houston and go, okay, we might need your boy. This is like a, a t- well, a Tyrod Taylor got injured, dude. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. They, I mean, so you yeah, but they're know. they're they're saying Deshaun's gonna be on the bench again this week. Yeah, they don't care. That's the thing is yeah. Tyrod Taylor, like they've given up this season, right? And when you look yeah. at all of these other injuries, like, okay, the Justin Fields can come in. Like all of these other teams are like, they either have other options or they kind of said, okay, this guy is what we're working with this year and we'll figure it out next season. Yeah. Tua is like, like Evan said, the centerpiece of that offense, the guy that they were building around, the person that their offense relies on just to be a functional football team. And that is going to be a huge hit. Not only not only for Tua and just what that means for their quarterback position, but every single piece designed on that offense is put there for Tua. And so it's yeah. really it's really tough to see that happen and I really like Tua, but that's it's not the Bills are back. Yeah. The Bills yeah. Are back. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> saw that. Yeah, the Bills yeah. definitely came back, but I agree. I think Tua is the biggest hit because Kaylee, exactly like you just said, they're building that entire offense to make it his team. So yeah. like Tyrod Taylor, no one expected the Houston Texans to do anything. And I mean, I think we were all thoroughly surprised and shocked with what we saw from them. But I think the Houston Texans, I think they honestly, th- that organization was probably panicking when they saw that they were actually <laughs> able to do well because they were yeah. like, yeah, yeah this wasn't in the cards. This wasn't the plan. <laughs> this um, wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, where is this coming here? from? We crafted a team that would have been great in 1998, and now it's—I don't know. It, but it's almost it's like that front office like was watching uh, Major League too many times, where they could craft <laughs> like the, the crappiest baseball team in the world, and oops, all of a sudden they're good. That's that's what it reminds me of, and it's just backfiring on them on like total amounts. 
Did I read Carson Wentz <clears throat> sprained both ankles? Both ankles. Both ankles. He's the only one that could do that. Yeah. It's yeah. impressive, honestly. I How do you know do if that? it happened on the same play or like if he tweaked yeah. one and then later on tweaked the like how unless you got him like tangled like wrapped around each other like how does that happen apparently they're both super minor yeah. like they said like yeah. there's still a chance he plays next week but it's literally just the most Carson Wentz thing I've ever <laughs> heard ever I think out of all the out of all the injuries that happened to quarterbacks this past or yesterday um, I think it was Tua's was the most extreme. Yeah. I think they're saying Tyrod was possibly going to be back. Andy Dalton's going to be fine, unfortunately, but Tua yeah. is the one that's that's they're all like well, we don't know what the fuck to do. Like yeah. what's going well, on? I think Houston just submitted their place probably as the worst team. I mean, now you're going to Davis Mills. <clears throat> At least for the organization as a whole though, you're going to get to see this kid probably for several weeks. Um so you're going to be able to determine Maybe not in you know two or three weeks or however long he's out there, but you're going to see what you have uh, in a guy you drafted really early. So if you want to, shed I like I like Davis Mills. I thought yeah. I really thought the Buccaneers were going to draft him instead of Kyle Trask. I would have preferred Mills over Trask. I, so um, I mean, Brandon Cooks didn't take a hit fantasy wise. He had another double digit uh, week uh, with Davis yeah. Mills thrown at him. So that's a plus. I have Dave. I have Brandon Cooks as my wide receiver uh, too. And yeah. a flex. I'm good. No, I'm good with I that. saw so many mock drafts that had the Bucks using uh, the 32nd pick to take Mills in the first yeah. round. So I think he can be good, but like I said, I don't think the Texans want to be good. There were other Jarvis Landry. He's down two. Brandon Brandon Graham, Brandon yeah. on the Eagles. Yep. Like it's already starting there. Deontay Johnson. He's down as well. So it's literally the curse of week <laughs> two. So we'll see who can make it out alive. But going into week three, I honestly think after week one, I was super nervous for my week two picks because I didn't know like which teams were actually good or who got lucky in week one. And now with everything that we just saw this past weekend going into week three, I honestly think this week is harder than this past week because now it's like, all right, where you saw stuff like the Vikings. Are the Vikings good? Like, what teams do you guys think wow. are treading up or treading down? Like, I don't know how to set my expectations going into week three. As much as it pains me to say this, Carolina actually looks good. Yeah. Carolina. Like, their defense looks good. Like, Sam Darnold looks comfortable in that offense. Like, they've – Matt Rule has done a very good job about – tailoring that offense to him i mean he looks he looks he he looks excited to be there and fun to watch to play because he looked he looked great yesterday I, it's I, also I, not it's not even flashy it's just they yeah. know what their game plan is they know how to be efficient and clean and consistent and that's all they have to be right and like their defense is playing up to a caliber that keeps them off the field enough so they can recuperate, get their game plan together. They just look good. Like it, they've, they're already settled into what their game plan is, which is really surprising given all the new pieces there, given what they did last season and the fact that it's only week two. So it's like, I, I don't know. I'm impressed by them. I don't know how sustainable wins will be. Just knowing like down they're the gonna line. Be- they're going to be three and zero after this uh, after week three. They're playing Houston in week three. Right, right. That's but a further, good start. It's a good start, but yeah. it's an easy start. And yeah. at the end of the day, like, <clears throat> what what week are they going to get 
humbled a little bit because I think they will. I don't think they're going to have a crazy explosive make it into the playoffs kind of season, but I think we're seeing them trending in the right direction, which I think was the goal for them all along. Like they're not trying to turn something, you know, they're they're not trying to go to the playoffs this year. They are really realistic about where they are and where they want to be. So I don't know. They're fun to watch. Could we say the same thing about the Raiders too? The Raiders beat the the Steelers yesterday. I know. Oh, speaking of quarterback injuries, Derek Carr's questionable. And that's, he looked like an MVP Derek Carr yesterday. Like that was insane. They just keep finding the Raiders as much as I don't want them to win. They just keep doing it and they just (laughs) look good. They just look good. Carr looked great. Ruggs is stepping into his own. Um, you know, Waller had an okay day, I think. I don't know. He didn't go off, off, but he had a good day fantasy wise, but dude, the Steelers defense, I think they're giving up an average the past two games of over 20 points. So, you know, those guys, obviously you need to, to, to find themselves a little bit, but I think the Raiders are for real. The Cardinals found a way to win yesterday against Minnesota who Jordy to answer your question. I mean, they look. Kirk Cousins is good. They're just kind of managing things. And yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Dalvin, so. Dalvin Cook's hobbling off every minute or so. Yeah. Going back to the locker room, coming back. Going He's back carrying the, the team on his back, literally. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's what the Vikings are, though. I just feel like they're so inconsistent. They'll have a really good, like, two, three game run where you're like, are the, is this team good? Are they? And then you realize quickly they're not. I feel the same about the Raiders. I, I just feel yeah. like the pieces they have. Like they have some impressive pieces individually, but as a team together, it's like, yeah, I can't picture them having any successful playoff run or being a contender. Like they may win some games. They might put up impressive performances against good teams, but in the long run, I just don't see them doing anything later in the season, but who knows? Who's call the chargers and get them on the horn and ask where they are or what they're doing right now. That's, I think, yeah. the situation that's pissing me off the most right now because <laughs> you have Justin Herbert out there. And, like, granted, he had, what, two interceptions yesterday? So he's not so. playing perfect, but he's still out there doing everything. They had 13 penalties yesterday. 12 of those penalties uh, equated for 99 yards. So wow. it's like, how do you expect to win? And, like, all last season I kept blaming their losses on Anthony Lynn because – he didn't know how to manage the clock, and I didn't like his play calling. And now you have your new quarterback. You have a new head coach. Like, you have this young team. Like, make something happen here. You have all the cards lined up. It's just not working. Yeah. Act looked like crap yesterday. So Yeah, which was good. I was In my 32-person fantasy league, I was going up against Jack. So <laughs> I should blow In my 986,000-person <laughs> yeah. fantasy league. Which <laughs> <laughs> is crazy crazy but dude ezekiel elliott <clears throat> bye pollard hi mm-hmm. hi 90 hey, million, million hundred like twenty seven thousand or something <laughs> completely ridiculous so that's another one i thought yesterday too was another shocker to me i, yeah, I I've, I've been loving this uh season of the nfl so far because it's just been bonkers yeah. Each and every it's been week, it's been completely bonkers. Completely up and down, and I do. I, I owe everyone, especially Kaylee, um, an apology <laughs> because my eagle did not. I went on a five-minute uh, tangent about, about yeah. I went about how great they were going to be, and they looked exactly <laughs> like the 2020 Eagles. So you had all right. You had some misses. Yeah. You got you had the Bills. You were sitting here doubting the Bills. I was like, yep. hey, come on now. <clears throat> I know. I know. I, I think that was my karma, me not taking mm-hmm. the bills 
They're like, all right, you're going to get every single game wrong now because you gave up on America's team. You gave up. I gave up. I gave up. Well, because I was, I was believing in Tua and I was believing in the Dolphins, and it just <laughs> did not work out because then Tua went down, and I was like, well, great. There goes my hopes and dreams for this. He's still day to day, so we'll see what happens there. But were there any? How did you guys do fantasy wise this oh. week? I did pretty good. I'm gonna be losing in one of my leagues, but other than yeah. that, I just I just crushed everybody. Yeah, great. I'm losing in one because I went up against um scary Terry and the Giants kicker. So that's mm-hmm. literally close to 60 points right there in a full PPR league. Giants kicker got 22 points good in Thursday God. night football. Scary Terry <clears throat> had 27. And I was like, Yeah. The scary guy put up like 180. Terry. Terry McLaurin. Oh, yep. scary Terry. Oh, I, I, you, I thought you meant his fantasy team was named Scary Terry. Like he was. No, scary. if he like, was smart, Terry. he would. Yeah. Like, but like, hey, no. my name's Terry and I'm scary. Like that kind of thing. Scary <laughs> Terry McLaurin because he's a oh. freaking beast. I I beat the uh, the dead guy in my league. Uh, I feel I don't, bad. What? I don't I feel bad. Yeah, no, that, that's bad. All right. I can't. That was what? an off there. Yeah, that was the no most common thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Just saying to beat him. You know, it would have been weird if I lost to him. I mean, anyway, anyways, he couldn't set his lineup. Why? Because he couldn't set his lineup. I have to go to the waiver wire. Because yeah, no, I I think he's um occupied. Um, yeah. Ryan Tannehill has not done well. He did not do good yesterday either. Derek Henry scored all the points. Brown yeah. was bad. So I think I'm actually going to go and pick up. The uh, aforementioned Kirk Cousins. He's like in the top 10 right now in fantasy in our league. I think he's ranked eighth. So I think. Are I'm you ready for the roller him. coaster, though, Chip? Are you ready for the roller coaster, though, with Kirk Cousins? Because, like well, Kaylee said, like they're up and down I each mean, and every Kenny week. I mean, been I, down I, two games now. Down, down. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're going to have to see. But I mean, I'm going to pick him up and see. I'll, I'll check matchups okay. and kind of look at what we have. But. I just think the Titans have a schedule that I didn't really look in the front end of the schedule, but these first two games, obviously the Cardinals came out of nowhere traveling to Seattle. I mean, they eke that one out, but they put up 30 something points and Tannehill only had, I think 14 or 15, you know, because Derrick Henry had four touchdowns, I think. So Julio had over a hundred and something yards too, right? In receiving, he had like 130 yards. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have him. I wish, I wish I had him. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> I was uh, I was him. I was really happy with Najee Harris yesterday, and I, obviously in game one he was in there for like 100 percent of the snaps, and then he didn't score anything, but he had a, a decent game in his first first week out, and then week two looked even better, still on the field 100 percent of the time, had a score yesterday. So he's I I was I was scared because I drafted him pretty high in my drafts because you know oh man it's a rookie coming out, don't know how he's going to be during the, the regular season. But he's like trending up, which is a good thing. Even though they lost yesterday, he had a great game, so that helped me out a lot. And in fantasy, it was Najee Harris, so thank you, Najee Harris. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I drafted him in like almost every league because I'm like so convinced he's going to be this beast. And I still think I had someone. I was live on TikTok today because I do work for Walter Picks, which the, all, their whole thing is fantasy. So I had someone asking me like, "Do I sell Najee Harris now?" And I'm like, "No, like you're going to get stuck in that trap because he hasn't like." come out and been completely explosive so you're going to be convinced that he's not going to do anything i'm right. like he's treading up like he's they're moving in the right direction especially 
Well, the Steelers, I think they're a huge question mark, too, because now aren't they missing five defensive starters now? I think they have a lot of injuries. I know that. Yeah, like top to bottom. But I just think, I don't know, I'm still sold that Najee Harris is going to be someone they rely on. Well, yeah, his usage, he was one of the only ones that was on the field 100% of the time. So He just needs to touch it. Not even the touches. Like, he just needs to start scoring. They just need to feed him constantly. Yep. My fantasy team will be so happy about it. <laughs> but now tonight we have the Packers who in week one scored three points. Aaron Rodgers had like top three worst <laughs> games of his entire career. Um, made Jameis Winston look like an all pro <laughs> hall of famer. Um, and now they're going up against the Detroit lions who I think we were all kind of out on, but then came back from a 20-point deficit against the 49ers to almost win. They blew it. But going into tonight's game, what are your expectations from both of these teams? The Packers are not going to have another performance like that. I just (laughs) – you look at all of the times that Aaron Rodgers has had performances that were bad, and and the next week he's just back to being Aaron Rodgers, and I can't imagine this is any different – I think Jared Goff did well and he made things interesting and that team made things interesting. But when you watch the game, it doesn't, it didn't feel like what you feel when you look at the score, right? Like it it didn't feel close. It still felt like the 49ers could just do whatever they wanted regardless. Um, But I think we all know Jared Goff. I can't imagine that pace will be maintained. So I see a pretty clear decline for the lions and neither of these teams did anything on the ground last week. Like when you look like the lions put up less than a hundred yards rushing, the Packers put up 43 total rushing yards. It's so bad. So they both, they both have to get their run games on track this week. Otherwise it's like, it's going to be like who the worst team on the field is. This game almost feels like though, the everything is going so far in the green Bay direction that like Detroit, <laughs> Detroit's gonna make it close, or there'll be something like. And if I'm looking, I'm looking at some of the the stats and the odds, and I mean the bets and some of the money lines right now, and it's like 95 percent of all the money is going to the Packers tonight. So usually, whenever the odds get so far in one direction, they, something happens, and you tip scales, and something goes out of whack. So I agree with Kaylee. I mean, I think everything. I think you see. Uh, Rodgers, you know, go bonkers tonight. I think every offensive player scores a touchdown, <clears throat> but it's just, it feels like everything is so stacked on this one side that something could be awry. So I, I, for some reason, I have a feeling that the Packers are going to lose tonight. And I was just going to add, I, it's yeah. just going to add on to like the whole drama around Aaron Rodgers. Does he want to be there? Is he going to retire? Why? Why does he look so glum on the sidelines? Like, I, I can just see Jared Goff having like a game of his life on Monday Night Football primetime against Aaron Rodgers in the man bun and just showing just showing the Packers out. Like, I for, for some reason I, I think that could happen. Just, just yeah. the way like I just don't see Aaron Rodgers just caring anymore. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think we talked about that during training yeah. camp, and we asked, we actually posed the question. I think on the show, we said we talked about momentum and how a locker room could either. Do you think it would come apart when Aaron Rodgers actually came back in there? And I know a lot of the takes were 
no, they'll be fine. They'll be good. But El Bushman, I kind of agree with you because you saw him on the sidelines. He was just hanging. He hanging didn't, out. He didn't give a flying flop no, no. about anything. Give him a white Russian, and he looks like it, the dude from The Big Lebowski. Yeah. The yeah. dude abides. The dude abides, so, man. He, he was just hanging out, not even looking at the playbook. He was just kind of like, when's this going to be? I over? mean, if that happens, though, I mean, I'll be in shock. That'll, <clears throat> I mean, if the Lions actually came back and won, I would truly say then that Aaron Rodgers' heart is gone and out of it. And, you know, he would either – I don't know what you do. I don't know if you step down, move to the side. or I mean, I don't know how you'd play that, but – as That's of right the only now, thing keeping me awake t- tonight to watch that game is to see, watch the first half, and if the Lions can come out and punch them in the face, and you get that same look on the sidelines, which this is infinitesimal chance that this happens. Personally, I think, but if that was to happen, I could see the same thing, same mannerism, same look, same you know, deal. I think after the primetime games that we've seen, and yeah, I changed my camera. I didn't feel like dealing with the fancy thing anymore because it was just <laughs> too complicated. Um, but no, after the primetime games that we've seen so far, no, I don't think anything would surprise me at this point. Like mm-hmm. yeah. with the Raiders Ravens, that game ended six times before. Like I was like, oh, the Raiders got this. Oh, the Ravens. Like, and it just kept going back and forth. And I kept thinking it was over and it was never over. And we felt that last night. We felt it with, uh, Washington Giants and then we felt it last night again with the Ravens and the Chiefs so if this game especially because it's divisional that already adds another layer on top of it so I do think this could come down to being like a shootout and with the way everything's looking if you asked me before the season started I would have said no way the Packers are losing the Lions in prime time but at this point I don't think it's going to happen but I also wouldn't be shocked if it does end up playing out that way do we yeah, do the, picks the are we spreads all 11 and a half so oh, i think i picked green bay are we all taking the packers you know I mean, what I'm, I'm gonna be yeah. i'm gonna be i'm gonna be silly and take the the, the lions <laughs> you're in a silly goofy mood yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what if i can change my pick i'll just yeah you know what i'm picking the lions whatever oh okay It'll i'm be in the lead bold. i'm in the lead right now too yeah this week so i'm taking a bold move i made up i think a game or two maybe yesterday hopefully the Raiders, the Raiders helped me out a lot yesterday. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm up by one on everybody. Oh, okay. Kaylee. And Kaylee, I like, I love your uh, name, by the way, for your pick'em team. That's nice. What is it? Jagging off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, I don't remember what I That's my fantasy name too, because I was like, I, I am like the bare minimum fantasy player like i do the things but i just don't like you notice i didn't lock in my thursday night pick so don't skip me on that when you do final totals i definitely had washington but it is like it's just one of those things where i like i have all the players they're there i never have someone on a bye week but i'm not doing the research you know i'm doing the research for my own self to watch the games and then like at 12 58 i'm like fantasy like what <laughs> fantasy and then i go in and i'm like that'll work so yeah here we well, are hey, san francisco backfield everyone's dying again elijah mitchell oh so lamar who's, miller got who, who's starting call. this week who's starting this week no idea sermons and concussion protocol hasty jamaica hasty is out so it's either going to be um blue from lamar the stand Jackson. and michael from the hot dog vendor at the yeah, yeah i don't know a water boy I don't know who they go to, but yeah, they've gone through 
kind of similar to the Ravens. I think they've gone through four backs now. Four backs are That's all crazy. The, injured. The Sermon uh, one was brutal, and I think that was yeah. like his first carry. Yeah. Wasn't that his first thing yeah, that he did? He was, in, then... he was in active week one, and then they put him in, and then he was out. It's like yeah. concussion. Yeah. So I, I had I had Elijah Mitchell. Brutal. I had Elijah Mitchell my flex, and he just had like negative points. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And yeah. then all of a sudden he had like three points. I'm like, okay, he's back on the field. And then nothing the rest of the game. I'm like, what happened? I got the alert. He's out. I'm like, what is going on in San Francisco's backfield? Yeah. Everybody's getting hit. Everybody's yeah. going out. What is going on? The injury well, bug has not left for them. No. Still with them. But at least it's on. At least it's in one position and not the entire defensive. Yes. Back, like everywhere, yes. the entire defensive side. <laughs> so. Dude, last year was their quarterback, their starting tight end, their receivers, their running backs, their D yeah. linemen, like literally from top to bottom, that team, they were like scrambling every week. And it was even more frustrating because people were like coming in and out. Like Jimmy Garoppolo would come back, Kittle would come back, and then they'd be out again. And I was like, yep. genuinely, what is happening here? Well, I think Todd Gurley's probably going to get a phone call here in a little bit. There's probably. just too many, there's too <laughs> many running backs dying and there's too many people falling down. <laughs> For him not to get one, so I think I'm sure he's him. waiting patiently by the phone too, Chip. He's like, "Come on, somebody." Oh, you know, yeah. he probably is. Well, I've got some tread left on this, these tires. I mean, come on, man. I mean, <laughs> the Falcons—that was a horrible. I mean, oh, yeah. He did good Bad. for the first few weeks of the season, and then he just went yeah, he checked out. So yeah, but that's all right. He's retired and he's relaxing. But I did. I bet he gets a call sometime soon if the running backs keep dropping the way they the way they are. The way it's going this year, man, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so. no, I wouldn't be shocked. Do we have anybody playing tonight in do you are you guys waiting on anything? I am done fantasy? My biggest bust was Clyde Edwards Hilaire so far this week wow. was just poo poo kachoo, awful. That's and, um yeah. That's a question I want to bring up to everybody because I have Clyde Edwards Hilaire too in one of my teams. Chip, you do as well. Sad. Should we, is it maybe time to maybe sell low on him and make a trade, put him on the waivers because it just seems like the enemy's not relying on him, relying on him, him at all. The offensive schemes, they're just like, nah, we're going to just chuck it a bunch of times. We're not going to rely oh, on Oh, you got, you know, Mahomes. <laughs> you can just give I, the I know. ball to and, him and you but, let him you know, do his thing. You drafted this guy in the first round. Yeah. You know, expecting that we're expecting him to do a lot. And he hasn't like last year he was, average at best he wasn't even in the top 20 i think for running backs and now okay year two we might see an uptick we might see a better ceh week two is like it's still we're in single digit fantasy points going forward it's like i i i'm frustrated because i drafted him high yet again and now it's like okay poo poo i'm ready to get rid of you and that yes that rhymed i think you can it's gonna go one of two ways people are all it depends on who's in your league because if you yep. can find someone that is in that boat where it's like, wow, he's selling him low, I'll give you something decent for him kind of thing because they're convinced he's going to be great later, that could work out for you because that way, even if he does end up being great, you're not going to feel crappy about it because you got someone decent. But if everybody in your league is in that same mindset that he's not going to be able to do anything, no one's going to be able to give up anything for him and at that point i just don't think it's worth it trust so me think, i've been i've been trying to dangle him in front of yeah people. it's like no, no one's biting no one is biting like <laughs> i'll even throw you like a, a wide receiver three with it like please take yeah. him off my hands and nobody's 
nobody's biting. Wait till the game where he does get like three touchdowns in one game, and then everyone's like, "Oh, are you still offering him?" Then they're gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to." Because, but it's just frustrating, man. Because that offense is so explosive, but they're just relying on the pass. And I get it. You got Patty Mahomes back there. You're gonna pass all day instead of running the ball. Hey, James White was on my bench yesterday too, which was great. Was fantastic. (laughs) Love doing. I've got. I'm pretty much good to go for the for money. I don't think I have anybody going because I'm I'm pretty much locked in. I'm gonna be good to go for all my leagues. I've won except for one, so I'm good. I don't have to rely on the Packers or Detroit at all. So I'm good. I just need TJ Hawkinson to not have <laughs> negative five points tonight. <laughs> and I, I don't think, think you'll, <laughs> he shouldn't be in the negative tonight. I don't think. I we'll think I think he'll be okay. I think if literally if he does if he doesn't hit the field, I win. So I think we're I think we're fine. Not even worried. That's good. Here, here's, here's a fantasy question that came up in my group chat with one of my leagues. Okay. Is it unethical to not start your defense? Is it unethical to avoid negative points? To avoid negative? Yes. I mean, I don't, I don't think know. So. If, I don't think ethics. I mean, if you want to take, you know, a team, some leagues. You have to fill a spot. So rule-wise, right. I don't even think you can in some. It just depends. But I think that's your slot. And if you want to say, okay, I'll just keep it. But defense is something you could stream. Like right, right now, the only reason why I'm upset is that I'm in a league, 12 teams, and there are five guys with two defenses on their team with one on the bench. And I'm like – It's a bit much. I was like, yeah. why, why is everybody doing that? I don't under – everybody hit the brakes, and I'm like – I figured week two would flush out some of those defenses and nobody did that. So I don't, I don't really know what's going on, but that's a spot. And if you have a league rule or you have the ability not to play one, I think that, you know, See, I, I said it was okay because I would be a hypocrite if, you know, I say, Oh, that's unethical because I, I did not start my defense in the championship two years ago. And because of that, I won the championship for not starting my defense. So I said, as I said, Hey, you got a defense, you got a spot. You can either start them or start them. You may lose points or you may gain points. It's totally up to you. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's just being like Chip said, like if your app will let you, if the way it's set up will let you, I think that's just management at that point. Yeah, You got to do what you got to do to win. Hey, I said it was okay. Yeah, if the league yeah. is if the app is gonna let you, like if the way your league is set up, if you can take your defense out and play without it and you think it's a risk, then yeah, that's that's just smart at that point. Cool. Yeah. I'll tell them that. I'll, I'll tell them that. But yeah. Say the fantasy <laughs> underdog screw. Uh, well, I, I did say it was cool, but like then everybody started getting into a huge discussion about it. Like, well, you can't fucking do that. It's like, well, why not? It's your spot. Yeah. Like, you should be able to do it whatever you want. There's we don't have any rules or guidelines in this league. Come on, like do what you want. Is there a lot of money riding on it? Um, is it a big money league? Yeah, it's like a, that's when you gotta about, have to. Yeah. It's about twelve hundred for the first place. Yeah. See now that eh, you gotta yeah you gotta set that like ground rule and yeah. figure that out then. I feel like at that point, like some of my leagues are just like 20 bucks. So I'm like, I really don't care what the outcome is. It's just for fun. But like when you get into like the big money leagues, I feel like there should be like written rules. So everyone's on the same page because there's a lot more at stake. Well, the funny thing with this league is we change commissioners every single year. So there's no like bylaws like written at all. It's just, it's funny that way. So whatever. (laughs) Hey, whatever works. Whatever works. But yeah, no. Now we have to get ready for Monday night football and a Woo-hoo! another 
crazy week three. Who's the <clears throat> Thursday night game? Is that Panthers Texans? Yes, that is the Panthers Texans <laughs> game. That's a Sounds barn burner. Very appealing. Yeah, <laughs> super. We are back to crappy Thursday night football games. Hey, you never know. The Thursday games so far have been pretty good. I mean, I mean, they've been great. Yeah, you can't knock them so far. I, mean, I don't know how you advertise though for Panthers Texans to make that. You don't. Exciting. You don't. Especially when Davis Mills is going to be playing. Davis, I mean, Davis Mills versus Sam Darnold, sexy. Hey. All right. On that note, make sure <laughs> to follow us everywhere. We make sure to smash. That's a good note to go out on. Smash um, slam. Yeah, smash the subscribe <laughs> button on YouTube. Do you subscribe on Twitch? Yes. Yes. Follow on Twitch. Follow. Subscribe. subscribe. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Do all that. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FU Dogs Pod. Check us out on all podcast platforms. Make sure to give us a review, a comment, a comment. Follow us there too. There's like too many steps for everything. Just and go to Linktree. You'll be all right. Yeah. 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 Hit Linktree <laughs> and then follow it out everywhere. Um, yeah. and then we'll be back next week for games. Thursday Roger night. that. Yeah, Thursday night. Let's go. Bye, guys. The pre that Texans Panthers game. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Terrible. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>